As AI continues to revolutionize our world, there's a critical conversation we can't ignore. AI safety and security. And that's where HackerOne's AI red teaming comes into play, rigorously testing AI models to prevent them from being misled or exploited. HackerOne employs over 2 million ethical hackers, and 750 of them specialize in prompt hacking and other AI security and testing. So HackerOne isn't just theorizing, they're actively safeguarding AI's future. Just recently, a team unearthed over 100 vulnerabilities in just two weeks. So whether you're at the helm of a startup or steering product innovation at a large company, it's time to prioritize AI security. Visit HackerOne.com slash AI for more. Again, HackerOne.com slash AI. This episode is sponsored by Porkbun.com. Porkbun is a refreshingly different domain name registrar that's different from the other ones like GoDaddy or Namecheap. They've got low prices on hundreds of different domain extensions. They've got everything from .com domains to really cool ones like .pro, .dev, .xyz. Every domain name at Porkbun comes with tons of freebies too, like SSL certificate, who is privacy, DNS, URL forwarding, and hosting trials. Because why pay for things that should be free, right? All these incredible features and tools are backed by incredible support, 365 days a year, and more five-star reviews on Trustpilot from real customers than anyone else. Look, you can get a dollar off your next domain name from Porkbun and see why they're the best domain name register around by using our code. Just go to porkbun.com forward slash rocketchipfm24. That's porkbun, P-O-R-K-B-U-N dot com forward slash rocketchipfm24. You'll save a dollar on your next domain. This episode is brought to you by Gigantic. At Gigantic, you can level up your product skills through live small group cohort-based trainings. We're incredibly excited to welcome you to our next cohort of our product strategy training kicking off in January of 2024. This course will take you through the frameworks that product leaders use at companies like eBay, DoorDash, Groupon, Rent the Runway in order to scale their teams. It's taught by Ben Foster, a friend of this podcast, who is the former chief product officer at Whoop. So come join us. Go to gigantic.is. That's gigantic.is. And save your seat for our January cohort. Your potential is gigantic, and we're here to help you reach it. Go to gigantic.is to reserve your seat today. Welcome to our day three bonus episode focused on prototyping. So day three is all about the prototype. Hopefully you've listened to our sprint week day three prototyping episode by now, and you've come here to get even more content. So today we're we're talking with Michael Smart. We recorded this interview right after the day three prototyping session. And so you'll hear more about how they approach prototyping and how they start to prep for day four, where they'll be actually testing this prototype with real users. So hope you enjoy. Stick around. Welcome to Rocketship.fm. Rocketship FM is produced in partnership with Product Collective. We're your hosts, Michael Saka and Mike Belsito. Exactly. It's that. That's, that's, 
that's like kind of planning and making sure that all the testers are ready for tomorrow because we're going to be testing tomorrow on day four. Ah, day okay. three. Nice. Day three for us at AJ and Smart is our prototyping day. This we haven't changed from the book, right? It's just impossible to, to, to make a fully interactive prototype that's high fidelity uh, as possible and as realistic as possible. We, we, we just didn't get that down to, to, to less than a day, less than eight hours of prototyping. So this is as it is with the book. Um, but we do do three, uh, a couple of things differently. And this is something I can really recommend uh, to, to teams going forward as well is we'll come together at the, at the top of the day, nine o'clock, we'll come in. And before we just like everybody just divides and starts randomly working on stuff, we all do what we call a huddle. And we kind of liken this to, a, you know, to an American football team getting in there and working out what the play is going to be for the next down, right? Okay. So we get into the room and we're huddling around the board and the artist or the lead prototyper is basically there with his pen and he's saying, right, what are the key screens that we need to absolutely have in our prototype so that we can answer our, our sprint questions? And there we just asterisk these and we assign these to the lead prototyper. And that's usually one to two screens, right? And the reason that we do that is really making sure that Nothing else is getting worked on because if everything fails for whatever fucking reason, we know that we at least have good versions of those key screens and we can still answer our spring questions. So we want to make sure that we're, we're really getting into those first. And those are usually, you know, that's the 80% of the work right there, right? That, that working on those screens or those, that part of the prototype, if it's a physical prototype or if it's a, you know, like a sales deck or something like that. Um, that's going to be 80% of your work. So we, we make sure that we're all aligned that this is the most important stuff. And then the rest of the team um, is kind of in aid of the lead prototyper there. It's like, okay, so in our case, Fedor, he's our lead prototyper this week. Once we've outlined those key screens, we're looking at the individual elements on the key screens and saying, what can we help there? Uh, in our case this week, we needed to, to start defining some illustrations actually it was just turned up in in the in the winning in the winning uh, solutions that we wanted to try so that meant myself or d would then go off and start looking for those um, illustrations while he's getting the rest of the screen together and we are just feeding him kind of the elements and the assets that he would need so he can put together the the these key screens and our goal is to get to our second huddle. So we have three huddles throughout Wednesday. We want to get to our second huddle, which is at lunchtime around 12.30, 1 p.m. Uh, and basically the goal is have the key screens done inside that, in that side, that first block of the day. Oh, nice. So huddle two is usually, oh, and the other thing is we're, we're, <laughs> we're looking after each other um also right at the end of the first huddle and you'll hear this uh throughout the through, throughout the audio it's we're basically saying fedor can we get you a cup of tea can we get you a coffee fedor <laughs> what would you like for lunch you know do you have an idea you know we will basically then our team look after the lead prototypers so that um they just can get on with making the thing and not kind of getting distracted or losing focus or having to context switch right even if it's just to yeah. like get up and like oh what do i want for lunch it's like 
man, we've got you covered. Basically, next time you come up for air, we're going to have food on a plate ready for you to just like consume. <laughs> so yeah, so so Huddle Tool is actually we come to, we meet together on the on the on the, on our dining table, and we take some fresh air. Right, we we just come up for some air, see how everyone's doing, try not to talk about the work for 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 twenty minutes, you know, because it's it's buzzing around. For right. sure, you can't right. escape it. And then we kind of get get fed, get a bit of like perspective, and we come back. And the lead prototyper in Huddle Two, Fedor, will talk us through what he's up to. And as I say, like the the goal is to have the key screens done. But nine times out of ten, where we've built up such a library. I mean, we use Figma. I don't know if this is something that that, that your listeners would be interested in, but we use Figma. So that we yeah. can all collaborate on stuff, as I mentioned to you, like myself or D going off and getting assets or writing copy, we just paste that or throw that straight into the Figma file for Fedor and he can just literally grab it off the canvas and then drag it in and he can then manipulate it how he needs to do it for the, for the UI, right? So we're just constantly throwing things in there in these workspaces on our, on our Figma file and we're able then to just quickly go through. He's talking us through the key screens where we're looking for any blatant things where we're thinking, okay, we could, we could improve that or um, that, that thing's not making really any sense. But we're not there giving classic kind of like design critique here because we know that we're all under stress to get this done, right? We've got five users coming the next day. We have to get this done. We're not looking to, we know that we're going to be polishing this throughout the day, but we just want to know, is that right? Did, every, did everything come together for those key screens? And usually the answer is yes there. And Fedor is also able to show us um, basically the, the start that he's got on the rest of the prototype. So we're usually pretty good. Like by the end of four or three, three and a half hours work, second huddle, we're looking at the key screens in the, in the prototype. We're also looking at the foundation of, let's say, the onboarding or some of the modals or some of the dialogues that are popping up, dialogue windows. So we're pretty, we're usually feeling pretty good at that stage. And then we're able to basically divide and conquer. So what's left to do? And that's basically there where where the rest of the prototyping team, myself and D, can can really say, okay, cool. I'll t- I'll pick up the slack on the last three screens and I'll get all of the content in there. I can go back and tidy up the text in these opening windows because we we're just having now look at it on the screen and play with it on the phone. It's just not the same sometimes as as writing it on a on a whiteboard. So we'll go through and we'll divide up those tasks. And we'll also get an update from um, from the person who is kind of setting up the user test the next day, as I mentioned. So there's this two things going on on the, on the Wednesday. So for sure, we're making the prototype. The other thing that we're doing is setting up and making reconfirming with our users that we've got um, planned for the next day that every they know where to dial in if we're doing remote okay. testing or they know where to come like to if they're coming to our office or if we're going out to them to test so we're doing these two things at the same time and that falls on myself and d who are not prototyping or not the lead prototypers and that's the other thing we'll check in on the second huddle is how many testers have we got confirmed or reconfirmed are we on track for that and do we yeah, basically, we just want to know if we need to still 
reach out into our network, reach out to other target users and put an extra push on trying to finalize the, the, the user tester recruitment. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Now, back to the show. Nice, nice. So are you excited for tomorrow then? Mm. Sorry, I'm just having a, a quick sip of tea. Yeah, really <laughs> excited. Yeah, really excited because that's the thing. I just got out of the, um, the third and final, final huddle for the day. And this is, this, is the, this is the high five moment, right? It's like, holy shit, we've just built a whole app in a day. Fader, like you're a magician. How did you do it? It never, you know, you just still don't get over that. And you still really love the, the, the way that things have pulled together. And we're also looking at our user testers, like kind of like our testing uh, script almost. So we set up the board as, as Jake writes in the book. So we've got kind of our key moments for the test down the left-hand side of our, of our whiteboard. And at the top, we've got all of our five user testers and they're booked in uh, for what time they're going to be turning up tomorrow or what time we're going to be meeting them online tomorrow. And uh, coming out of that huddle, I think, what time is it now? 5, 5.30 p.m. Uh, yeah, just looking around the sprint room, right? Because our sprint room is kind of our canvas. And on Monday, there was nothing in it. Was blank, and now we're standing around and surrounded by our work, and we're holding the prototype in our hand, and we're we're staring staring down the barrel of these five users really coming to look at our work, and there's yeah, you're you're just really keen. You're like, I can't wait till they see it. They can't wait till they see it and tell us about that. We know that we're not. We didn't get everything right. We know that a hundred percent. We know that the first user tester, like I after uh, after doing this hundreds of times now, I know that the first person that uses this, we're going to have these duh moments. And that's not because we've like, yeah, it's not because we're like crap or anything. It's just like you're, you're, you're working at, you know, you're making decisions at breakneck speed and we're not doing these usual business defaults, right? Where we're like, ah, you know, I'm not really sure. If it's at rounded corners or square corners or what's the style right, guy right. in that? And shit, i got to get another coffee. It's like, no, we're fucking working and we're jamming it in there. We're going to get some things wrong, but we're not afraid of that. Like we, we're going to have a dumb moment and fate tomorrow morning, he's the first test. I know it. He's going to be sitting next to the first test in the next room, listening to the feedback and just fixing those <laughs> obvious things that we've, right, that right. we've like kind of... And it's a great way to work because, um, you know, we can leave today and go, that was like, this was like, that was 150 miles an hour, but we're done. I put my tools down again and I can come back tomorrow and I, and I'm going to be able to look at it and I'm going to have also the help from our users point out the, the glaring mistakes. Right. And we we're always really happy for that feedback. And I, Sometimes they're miffed at the way that business has developed after all these years to the point that they're really afraid of, of getting input at an early stage from, from users because we, we couldn't welcome it enough. You know, they're basically telling us what to do next. It's, it's fantastic, you know. Make sure you tune in each day so you don't miss this sprint week such an incredible opportunity for product people. Rocketship.fm is now proudly part of the Podglomerate Network. So you can go to podglomerate.com to find more fantastic shows to listen to or stick around. We've got some after the credits. So we'll see you here every day this week on Rocketship FM.